Good morning, my beloved family in Christ. I trust that you're doing wonderfully well today in the grace of God. Of course, is your brother, Pastor Chidi Jacob, and I'm here this morning to serve you this day's episode of our daily fellowship with the world. Amen and amen. Again, we will continue our journey to the invitation that the Lord has given to you and I this year is an invitation to his rest, not your rest, not the one the world offers, not the one things offers, but to a place of an eternal rest. That means we are resting or rested in what Christ has done for us and in who he is. And we know, beloved, that when we are rested in him, then we can bring forth more, we can manifest more, of that nature because who he is rubs off on us and we live our lives according to what he has done beloved don't forget that faith the act of faith that is true is the one that is derived or manifested from who he is and who we are praise god amen and amen and yesterday we're looking at the book of colossians chapter 2 we looked at verse number 11 today i'm going to look at verse number 12 but i will also begin from verse 11 now before i say this let me just remind you the reason you will not experience the truth or the life that comes out from these scriptures is because number one something that you already have in your head beloved especially when it comes to this issue of sin is a place that religion has so much murdered that people are so confused about it but don't forget if sin has not been dealt with then you and i cannot be free everything we are claiming will be forced if sin has not been dealt with so there is a spirit that allows us to receive there's a mindset that allows us to receive is to open up ourselves. Beloved, I realize that almost 15 years after ministry, our beloved brother Paul, the apostle, was still praying that I may know him and experience the fullness of the power that raised him from the dead. And so I approached the scriptures with the heart of a baby, allowing the Holy Ghost to teach me. Watch this. The reason you will not benefit is because your mind or your heart is already filled. Most times have truths, speculations, or superstitions about this. This is why I constantly, by the grace of God, point you to the scriptures. And I encourage you over and over to go and look at the same scriptures. So it wouldn't look like I'm just telling you something and also to make sure that you do not believe these things just because you heard me say it no but that you too have also seen the light in the scriptures i try to offer you different translations different explanations just to make sure that your faith is built on the truth what is most critical is not what men say or what you believe beloved it is about what the spirit of god says and you believing in the truth don't forget beloved wrong believing will always lead to wrong living right believing will lead to right living but don't forget you believe wrong because you heard wrong so you ought to believe right because you're hearing the truth because your faith 
is based on the truth. Amen and amen. So Colossians chapter 2 verse number 11 says, Through our union with him, we have experienced circumcision of heart. Our heart has been circumcised. How? Because we are in union with Christ. Now the next line says, All of the guilt and power of sin has been cut away and is now extinct because of what Christ, the anointed one, has accomplished for us. Why is guilt and power of sin, how was he cut away and now extinct? It is because of what Christ, the anointed one, has done for us. Beloved, let me repeat what I already said this morning. Please hear me out. If you are still doubting, if you are still struggling on this subject, just know that if sin has not been dealt with, then you and I are still not free. Then all our claims will be false. If sin is not dealt with, you and I cannot be free. But we are free today because of what Christ has done to sin. Amen and amen. Now, I'm going to read the same Colossians chapter 2, verse number 12, so that we understand how he did it. How did Christ do this? How did he accomplish this freedom to us? Remember? The goal while we eat this scripture is to bring us to a place of freedom. Freedom from guilt, freedom from condemnation, freedom from the power of sin. And that freedom brings us to a place of rest. And in that place of rest, you and I can manifest, you and I can show forth the glory of our Father. Because we are free people, we have been freed from everything that has dominated our life. Why? Because of what our Messiah, our Lord, our elder brother has done for us. Amen. Verse number 12 now says, For we have been buried with him into his death. So how did Christ set us free from sin? How did he destroy guilt? How did he remove the power of sin? The Bible says in verse 12, Because, that is for, we have been buried with him unto his death. So in dying our death, beloved, don't forget, Christ had no reason to die except to die for us. He was not a sinner. No sin was found in him. He did not do any sin. In fact, even the man who condemned him did confirm that this man was innocent. After they threw all the accusations on him, even the man who condemned him could not find any reason to condemn him. So why did he go on to die? It is to die my death and you are dead. Don't forget, beloved, I have said this many times, death brings closure to all things. It doesn't matter how sick a person is, when that person dies, he's freed from that sickness. If somebody's owing you a huge amount of money, you better be praying for the person to live longer because when they die, they are freed from that death. Don't forget about that. It, it doesn't matter what is wrong with a man, death brings closure. So, in Christ dying my death, dying your death, he has brought us closure 
to everything that was wrong with us. Beloved, this is why you have to understand the meaning because the power we have is in understanding the meaning of the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. You must understand it clearly because that is where our power comes from. That is where we derived our freedom. That is where we derived the authority with which we walk. Praise God. The Bible says in verse 12, for that is because we have been buried with him into his death. Now it says, our baptism into death also means we were raised with him when we believed in God's resurrection power. That is the power that raised him from the death realm. Let me read that one more time. Our baptism into death also means we were raised with him when we believed in God's resurrection power, the power that raised him from the dead. In other words, when I believe that God raised Christ from the dead, what I'm believing is that God has raised me from the dead. Let me say that one more time. The moment I believed that God raised Christ from the dead on the third day, what that means is that I believe that I have been raised from the dead. Don't forget, beloved, Christ died my death. So if he died my death, that means his burial was also my burial and your burial and his being raised from the dead is also my resurrection and your resurrection. So in other words, we have a past life and now we have a present life. Beloved, this life that we have in Christ is what you and I must experience. And I pray, may this year be that year when you will experience that power more than ever before in the name of Jesus. You will not only understand, but you will experience the fullness of that power that raised us from the dead. So beloved, watch this. The moment I believed in the death, in the burial, in the resurrection of Christ, that is imputed into my account. Don't forget the story of Abraham. Once he believed, righteousness was imputed into his account. So once I believe in what Christ has done, it becomes mine. If I died, that brings a closure. So the life we have in Christ is not a repackaged life. The life we have in Christ is not a remodeled life. It's not the old Adam being packaged into a new one. No, it's a complete termination, a complete cessation, a complete demarcation between the old and the new. This is why the scripture now says, if any man is in Christ, he didn't say that man is a changed man. He didn't say that man is a better man. No, he says any man who is in Christ, the new creature, that man himself has become a new creature. That means that man has become a man who has died and raised to a newness of life. And what did the Bible says? Old things, former things are completely passed away. Friend, this is why I keep saying, and it's true, that the gospel we preach 
It's not about behavior modification. No, it's not about moral instruction. No, it is not to tell men how to live right. No, it is to bring them to a newness of life, a brand new life, the life where righteousness is our nature. Don't forget, in the former life, sin was our nature. In this life, righteousness is now my nature. What you and I need to come to terms with is what we have in this new life. Praise God. Watch what the scripture says. Verse number 13 now says, This realm of death describes our former state. This realm of death describes what? Our former state. That means describe our life in Adam. But right now, you and I have a new life in Christ. Praise God. He says, For we were held in sin's grabs. In other words, in our former state, we were slave to sin. We were subject to the nature of Adam, the nature of sin. We were held in his grip. But now, the scripture says, we have been resurrected out of that former state, out of that realm of death. Watch what it says. Never to return. Never to return. Religion is the one that gives you the idea of that salvation. You get it in the morning. You do some good things. You keep it. You did some bad things, some mistake. You lose it. Then you go back. You bring it all again. Beloved, that is complete spiritual illiteracy. It doesn't matter how powerful the man who says it is. It doesn't matter how large the congregation is. Beloved, any man who said that is spiritually illiterate. The person's eyes has not opened to what Christ has done. The Bible says, but now we have been resurrected out of that realm of death, never to return. Let me hear you say, never to return. Repeat this to you never to return. Say to yourself, I have been raised out of death realm, never to return. Watch this. Watch this carefully, beloved. Watch this. The Bible now says, for, that is because we are forever alive and forgiven of all our sins. Let me repeat one more time. For we are forever alive and forever forgiven of all our sins. He didn't say some of our sins. Remember, I just told you this morning, if sin has not been dealt with, then you and I cannot claim freedom. And don't forget, the problem of humanity began from sin in Adam. The hope of life, the hope of God, the hope of our destiny is because you and I have been translated from the first Adam in the garden to the nature of the last Adam in Christ. As he lives forever, so we live forever. As he is, so are we. Beloved, who you are today is not because you did right or wrong. No, it's because your identity has been made one with that in Christ. So you are blessed regardless of what your village people say or where you are coming from. Regardless of who is trying to call your name in the shrine or not. That is absolutely nonsense because if they cannot defeat Christ, if they cannot change the destiny of Christ, if they cannot manipulate Christ, they cannot manipulate you. Friend, this is where your faith needs to be strong. This is what you need to see. This is in the realm that you need to live and operate. Praise God. You see, beloved, this matter of sin 
must be completely settled because if it is not settled, it is difficult to come to a place of rest. In fact, it steals away your spiritual energy. It steals away your faith. You are no longer a sinner. Beloved, don't forget. Let me repeat again and again and again and again. You are no longer a sinner. If you are in Christ, you are no longer a sinner. Stop seeing yourself a sinner. Because the former sinner who stayed in Adam, you have died to it. You were dead in Adam and alive in Christ. One more time. Dead in Adam, alive in Christ. This is the faith that conquers. This is the faith that wins. This is the faith that builds us into the full stature of Christ. Amen and amen. Let me add a few more scriptures just to just to help your faith stand strong in this. Acts chapter 13 verse number 38. This was the apostle Paul explaining to them and he says, "So listen friends, through this Jesus the forgiveness of sins is offered to you. Don't forget, the other translation says, the forgiveness of sin is preached to you. In fact, the other way to say this is, the cancellation of sins is offered to you. Why is that? Because Christ has sorted it out. How did he sort it out? Because he died my death. Don't forget, it doesn't matter what a man owes. If that man is dead, he is free from it. Beloved, Christ has freed you and I from sin. Don't listen to anyone who is bringing up the subject of sin over and over. That man is trying to dig up your grave. No, you have to intentionally focus on those who tell you how righteous you are in Christ. If you see it, if your mind is centered of need, if that is what is your consciousness, beloved, it will guide the way you live your life. Amen. I will not be the one to tell you what to do, what not to do, where not to go. Don't forget, you have the same spirit of God in you to guide you into all things. You look at some certain things and say to yourself, no, I don't need this. In fact, some of them you walk away without even knowing that you walked away. Don't forget, beloved, the way man walks is not how God walks. God rebukes us from the inside. Now there's suddenly a new life that springs from inside that breaks you free from bondages and addictions. Amen and amen. Praise God. I know my time is gone, but let me throw one more scripture because of how important this is. You can meditate on these scriptures and let the power of the Holy Ghost arise within you. Amen and amen. Hebrews chapter 9 verse number 26 says, for that will mean that Christ must suffer repeatedly ever since the fall of the world. What this place is saying if Christ did not deal with the issue of sin once and for all, that means he will have to die a repeated death. But watch what he says. But now he has appeared at the fulfillment of the ages to do what? To abolish sin once and for all by the sacrifice of himself. May the Holy Ghost help you to understand beyond the words of my mouth in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, for my Messiah, your Messiah, my Lord, your Lord, my elder brother, your elder brother, Jesus Christ, the anointed one has appeared, not that he is going to appear, beloved, 
He has appeared. When did he appear? At the fulfillment of the ages, what did he appear to do? To abolish. I need you to say that to yourself. Christ has abolished my sin. He has abolished sin. How many times? Once and for all. He did it once and that one time is good for all. And how did he do it? By the sacrifice of himself. Don't forget, beloved. He sacrificed himself in our place we were we are now dead men who has been raised to life how did he raise us to life the moment we believe in the death burial and the resurrection of christ that means what he did is imputed to my account what is left beloved is for you to understand is for you to see what this means and the more you see it beloved the more there's a joy in your heart that nothingness can explain the more you start to see yourself and things around you in a different dimension don't forget beloved where you keep your eyes that is where you keep going to keep your eyes in what christ has done and i can guarantee you that 2021 2022 moving forward all things will work together for your good. Don't forget, we are not controlled by times and seasons and the change of numbers. No, our life is derived from what our Messiah has done for us. I will stop by here and come back to you again tomorrow in the grace, in the spirit, and in the faith that only the Spirit of God can give. In the meantime, enjoy the message, listen over and over, and make sure that we send this good news to as many people as we can. Please enjoy your day and this morning once again, you have been served. Shalom.